Welcome to the You're Not Alone podcast show. This show is Danny Hampton coming to you with another uplifting message of hope and inspiration. Boy, I hope that you're doing good because your boy is doing well. Let me tell you something, family. I'm pumped up today. Boy, do I got a word for you this morning. Hallelujah. Well, let me tell you something. This word is, guess what? Just that good. It's a small thing. Let me tell you something. Sometimes you can have a problem. It can seem so big to you. But when God comes in and steps in, it becomes small. Let me tell you something. Boy, we're going to be in a new King James Version of the Bible today. We're going to be looking at 2 Samuel chapter 7. We're going to be looking at David. Guess what? David is now king. He's dwelling in his own home. Things are going good. But as he begins to reflect on life, he realized everything that occurred was a small thing. But guess what? David loved God so much. Guess what he wanted to do? He wanted to build God a house that God could dwell in like he had. Boy, you're talking about a man that loves God. Because guess what? He wanted to make sure God has a place where his name is placed. Boy, that's the vision of planting this church, Christ Redeemed Church. Boy, I'm believing that God is going to make it happen because this is a place for his name to dwell. Hallelujah. Do you know how pumped up I am today? Guess what? Let me tell you something. You can have opposition. You can have things happening to you that you think that shouldn't be happening to you. You may think that all kind of melee, all kind of nonsense has happened. Don't worry about that. Trust God. Because guess what? It's a small thing, family. I'm going to talk about it. So I need to encourage someone who believes that, guess what? Everything is over with. Everything is so bad that, guess what? I don't know what to do, but it's a small thing to God. Let me tell you something. For God to make David king, it was a humongous thing to do. It wasn't a small thing. Let me tell you something. God defied odds. He defied logic. He defied reason when he made David king. Did you know that? God did that because guess what? God works in impossibilities, bringing it impossible possible. Did you hear that? Boy, let me tell you something. You know, I want to let you know that I'm praying for everyone to get this revelation that it's a small thing. You know, I don't care if it's what the doctors say. I don't care what the people on the job say. I don't even care what your family is saying. But whatever's going on in your life, guess what? It's a small thing for God, and God can step in and change that situation. Boy, I'm so excited to talk about this, boy. I'm on edge. Woo! Let me tell you something, family. It won't be right if I don't start out right. Whatever's on your heart, whatever's on your mind, is on God's heart and mind as well. Let me tell you something, family. You can trust in the name of Jesus. Let me tell you something. He went to Calvary for you and me. He gave us a new lease on life. Like I said in the last podcast, guess what? Boy, when you when you become a believer and you confess Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, guess what? All them old things are passed away. I don't care if people come to you bringing that negative stuff up, talking about your past. Don't worry about that because guess what? You're a new creature. And God has a purpose and a destination for your plan. Hold on to it. Fight for it, family. It's just a small thing. Let me tell you something. Keep on trusting. Keep on believing in the name of Jesus. Let me tell you something. In John 3, 16, it said God sent his only begotten son into the world. Did you hear that? God sent his only begotten because he loved us. He let his son go to the cross. God didn't take him down. God let him pay the price for you and me. And guess what? Jesus was rewarded because guess what? God gave him all authority. Let me tell you something. Don't you think Jesus don't have authority? Jesus has authority and power. You know, in the last podcast I talked about when Jesus sent the 12, he sent them out two by two. And guess what? He gave them authority. Guess what? Over evil spirits, he he, he told them only take a staff and a pair of samples. 
And that meant that God would provide for them just like he would provide for me and you. Guess what? Even though it seems that the impossible is impossible, but we got to maintain the cause. We got to trust in God, even when it hurts. Did you get it? Sometimes you will get disappointed. Sometimes things won't go your way, but you got to just keep on holding on by faith, knowing that God is fighting for you. Let me tell you something. Psalms 121 says it. He neither slumbers nor sleep. Did you hear that? That God is fighting for you. And God said, I'll be with you in the fire, floods, and the storm. God is there with you. When Daniel was in the lion's den, wasn't God there? But he said that God sent the angels. And they shut the lion's mouth. And no harm came to Daniel all that night while he was in that lion's den. So let me tell you something. This is a small thing. Boy, get excited with me, family. Because I'm excited to talk about this small thing. Because it's a small thing. Let me tell you something. If it's health. If it's job relationship, if it's uh, financial, whatever it is, trust in God. Even when you don't see anything, knowing that God can work. Let me tell you something. I had a pastor by the name of Larry Peaks. He said this guy can make a way out of nowhere. And guess what? He's right. I didn't see God make a way out of nowhere. God can do what he wants to do at any given point of time in your life. Just don't give up. Then let me tell you something. Also, Pastor Larry told me this. He said, hey. Faith doesn't deny the facts. So whatever the doctor say, okay, that's fine. But faith says by his stripes, I'm healed. Did you hear that? You just got to hold on and maintain. Guess what? To the word of God. Because the word of God, what? It's sharper than what? Any two-edged sword. Did you hear it? That's how powerful the word is. Let me tell you something. It says the, gra the, the grass with flay, the flowers with the grass, the flowers with fade. But guess what? But the word of God will last forever. Let me tell you something. Hold on to the word. Don't get discouraged. Don't beat yourself up. You got to know that it's power in the word of God. Hallelujah. That guess what? That when you read your Bible, you're reading them about promises that God has set for you and me. Boy, and, and let me tell you something. And when we look at people's lives, understand this in the Bible. These people are showing us how to maintain and fight the good fight of faith. Now, Paul wouldn't have said it if you didn't have to fight it. So sometimes you got to fight the good fight of faith. You got to fight it. Hallelujah. Boy, I'm pumped up, family. You know, I like to talk about where the podcast show is being heard because, you know, I thank y'all for taking time out your busy day all around the world just to hear what I have to say and what the Lord has laid on my heart. Don't you know that's encouragement for me every day to seek God? Hey, God, give me a word so I can talk to the people and let them know. But God is saying today, it's a small thing. So whatever opposition, whatever you're facing, it's a small thing. Let me tell you something. If you listen to the podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Transistor FM, whatever host station, this is where we're being heard at. In the United States, I like to thank the state of Illinois, the state of Texas, the state of Massachusetts, the state of South Carolina, the state of Florida, the state of New York, the state of New Jersey, the state of Louisiana, the state of Indiana, the state of Ohio, the state of California, the state of Alabama, the state of Pennsylvania. The state of Minnesota, the state of Colorado, the state of Virginia, the state of Missouri, the state of North Carolina, the state of Michigan, the state of Georgia, the state of Connecticut, the state of Tennessee, the state of Arkansas, the state of Wisconsin, the state of Oklahoma, the state of Kansas, the state of Iowa, and the state of Arizona. But guess what, family? We've not done that because we got some countries to think. I like to think the country of Australia, the country of Spain, the country of Sweden, the country of Russia, the country of Germany, the country of United Kingdom, the country of Iran, the country of Japan. The country of the Philippines, the country of South Africa, the country of Puerto Rico, the country of Ecuador, 
the country of Canada, the country of Uganda, the country of Thailand, the country of New Zealand, the country of Norway, the country of Mexico, the country of India, the country of Ireland, the country of Finland, the country of Chile, the country of Switzerland, the country of Brazil, and the country of Belgium. But guess what, family? We had a family on Facebook, and also we on YouTube, too. So I want to take time. I thank the family on Facebook. I thank y'all for taking time out your busy day to watch. And hear what God has placed on my heart. I love you. And I'm praying that God would take every negative situation in your life and turn it around. I'd like to thank the United States again. I'd like to thank the country of Nigeria, the country of Ghana, the country of India, the country of the Philippines, the country of India, the country of the Philippines, the country of Kenya, the country of Cameroon, the country of Bangladesh, the country of Dominican Republic, and the country of South Africa. Boy, I'm pumped up. Boy, I hope that you pumped up, boy, because I'm excited because I know that God is doing the work. But also on Facebook, I'd like to thank uh, the city of Chicago. I'd like to thank the, uh, the city of Lagos, Nigeria, Akwagana, uh, uh, Kano's in Nigeria, uh, Nairobi in Kenya, uh, New York. I'd like to thank uh, Indianapolis. I'd like to thank El Paso, Texas. I'd like to thank Las Vegas. And I'd like to thank uh, Phoenix, Arizona for being a part of the family. Hallelujah. Boy, I'm pumped up, boy. You know I'm about to go off, boy. I got to talk about it. Let me tell you something, family. You got to know that God is God, and God is working things out for you and me. Boy, I'm so excited to talk about this. It's a small thing. Boy, I don't care how big that trouble is. Man, guess what? Keep on trusting in God. Keep on believing in God, because God is a way maker. He makes a way out of no way. Did he make a heart? Hallelujah. He had more to make that heart, didn't he? Told him how to do it, how to build it. And didn't keep the water out. Hallelujah. Boy, I'm pumped up, family. So remember this. Whatever's on your heart and mind is on God's heart, man. Let's get into the word. Uh, Second Samuel chapter 7. Like I said, New King James Version. Here you go. Now it came to pass when the king was dwelling in his house and the Lord had given him rest from all his enemies all around him. Did you hear that? Let me did I tell you. David had been through some things, but did you hear what it says? Here you go. I want you to see it. Now it came to pass when the king was dwelling in his house and the Lord had given him rest from all his enemies all around him that the king said to Nathan the prophet, see now I dwell in a house of cedar, but the ark of God dwells inside a tent curtain. Then Nathan said to the king, go do all that is in your heart for the Lord is with you. Did you hear that? Prophet came to him, prophet represent the man of God on earth, he said, hey, go ahead. But understand this. God defeated the enemies that were trying to keep David from believing and trusting that he would become king. Understand this. Do you know along the way, all those years that David had to trust and believe what God had said was true and would come to pass? It had came to pass. He has rest. He don't have no enemies in Israel. We're not, we're not worried about the, the, the rest of the world around him because in Israel, his battle was with the king of Israel, his home country, the king that he loved, who was his father-in-law. Did you hear that? And now God has given him rest from all that. Did you hear that? And now David is thinking about God. He would say, hey, I'm living this big old house. Man, he's saying, hey, I'm living like this. But God, the Ark of the Covenant is inside of a tent. He wanted to do something for God. Boy, that's the vision God has given me, man. I got to build a house for God. Hallelujah. I'm believing in God because God going to open them doors. He's going to make it happen. Boy, I'm just so elated and so excited about what God is getting ready to do. I want you to see it, fam. As we go down to verse four, I, I want you to see it. 
But it happened that night that the word of the Lord came to Nathan saying, go and tell my servant David, thus say the Lord, would you build a house for me to dwell in? For I have not dwelled in a house since the time that I brought the children of Israel up from Egypt, even to this day. But I have moved about in a tent and in the tabernacle. Did you hear that? If you don't believe God is with you, that's the proof right there. Did you hear that? God said, I had never been in a place like that. That meant that God was in the battle when they was in Egypt, when they went into the wilderness and in the promise. And God didn't think about, tell no one to do anything like this. But this is David's heart because he realized that what God had done for him. And he realized that God needed to be honest. Did you hear it? Boy, that's a man who loves God. A man after God's own heart. Let me tell you something. Trust in God. Hey, don't get discouraged along the way. Trust in God. I want you to see it. Let's go back to verse 6. This is what I tell you, this is God. For I have not dwelled in a house since the time that I brought the children of Israel up from Egypt, even to this day. But I have moved about in a tent and in a tabernacle. Did you hear that? God wasn't thinking about it. He thinking about the people, making sure that they have. Hallelujah. Well, you got to get excited. You got a God like this, a God that would do this. Boy, that's an awesome God. Hallelujah. You know I'm pumped up, fam. Check it out. In all the places where I have walked with all the children of Israel, I have ever spoken a word to anyone from the tribes of Israel whom I commanded to shepherd my people Israel, saying, why have you not built me a house of cedar? Did you hear that? Now, he's talking about all the judges. He's talking about all the people that came before David and even King Saul. He said, but David, let me tell you something. David had a heart for God. David loved God. Yes, David made mistakes, but David followed God. He trusted God. And when he found out he made a mistake, he knew how to get on his knees and say, Father, I repent, Father. Help me because I don't know what to do. Did you hear that? That's what David did. Hallelujah. I want you to know. You can trust in God. Hallelujah. Now, check it out. He's in verse 8. Now, therefore, thus shall you say to my servant David, thus say the Lord of hosts, I took you from the sheepfold, from falling the sheep, and to be rule of my people over Israel. And I have been with you. Did you hear that? I have been with you wherever you have gone. That go God again. I tell you, whatever's on your heart mind is on God's heart and mind. Did you hear that? God said, wherever you went, that meant whatever trouble, whatever trials, whatever was going on in his life. So right now, if you feel like that you are all alone, know that God is there with you. Hallelujah. Get bumped up with me, family, because I'm on edge. Here we go, what you said. And here we go. He says, now, therefore, verse 8, thus shall you say to my servant David, thus said the Lord of hosts. I took you from falling the sheep or from falling the sheep to be rule of my people Israel. And I have been with you wherever you have gone and have cut off all your enemies from before you and have made you a great name like the names of the great men who are on the earth. Did you hear that? God said, hey, David, everything I promise you I did. And look where I have you at right now. God can do it, family. You hold on to God. You don't give up. You fight the good fight of faith. Let me tell you something. The book of Galatians says, if you faint not, you should receive a harvest. Hold on to God. Hallelujah. Hold on to God's unchanging hand. 
Let's go ahead on. I want you to see it, family. In verse 10, more I will appoint a place for my people Israel, and I will plant them that they may dwell in a place of their own and move no more, nor shall the sons of the wickedness oppress them anymore as previously. Now, God said, hey, I got to take care of you first. We'll get to the point about me, but let me take care of you first. Boy, that's God. Let me tell you something. That's what God did with his son. He sent Jesus Christ, his only begotten son, because he loved the world, to die for the world, redeem man, give us inheritance, let us be children of God. Don't you know how much God loves you? So if you feel him discouraged, understand this. God loves you. Even if you feel he don't love you, he loves you. Hallelujah. Let's keep on going on. Verse 11, let's go. Since the time that I have commanded judges to be over my people Israel and have caused you to rest from all your enemies, also the Lord tells you that I, that he will make you a house when your days are fulfilled and your rest with your fathers. I will set up your seed after you who will come from your body and will establish his kingdom. God does work. He said, hey, David, I appreciate what you're saying, but it's going to come. It's going to come from your body. It's going to be your son going to do it because I'm doing the work. Let me tell you something. God had to give people Israel rest. Let me tell you something. From the enemies. And then God could think about building a house. Hallelujah. God, first thing is to rescue you and me. Did you hear that? That's God's first thing is to rescue you and me. Hallelujah. I want you to see. He wants you to know that he is. He wants you to make that confession with your mouth that the Lord Jesus Christ, that you believe that he died and rose again on third day. And he sits at the right hand of the father, making intercessions for you and me. Boy, I'm so pumped up. Family, I'm on edge. Boy, I don't know what I would do. Let's, let, let's keep them going. I want you to see it. Okay. It says this in verse 14. I will be his father and he should be my son. If I commit, if he commits iniquity, I will chasten him with the rod of man and with the blows of the son of man. Let me tell you something. Now, what God said, hey, if your son who going to do these things, he get out of hand. I'm going to discipline. But remember this. Boy, you got to understand. But God disciplined those whom he loved. Did you hear that? So when you feel that you're getting whooped, say, God, thank you, because I know you love me. I want you to see it again. Here we go. In verse 14, I will be his father. Did you hear what God said? I'm going to be your son's father. I will be his father, and he should be my son. If he commits iniquity, I will chasten him with the rod of men and with the blows of the sons of men. But check this out. Now, this is, you know, like, I don't know if you ever got with me. I got plenty of them. Hallelujah. Let me tell you something. Boy, I got plenty of whoopings. Here we go. I want you to see it. But in verse 15, but my mercy shall not depart from him as I took it from Saul, whom I removed from before you. Did you hear that? God said, hey, I'm not going to do your son like I did Saul. I'm going to have mercy on him. In other words, I'm going to get him back in line. Hallelujah. We got to trust God. And he says this. I want you to see it in verse 16. And your house and your kingdom shall be established forever before you. Your throne should be established forever. According to all these words, according to all the vision. So Nathan spoke to David. Did you hear that? Man, God, ain't God a promise keeper? Well, God keeps his promises. And we know today he kept that promise to David, even to this day. Now, verse 18, here we go. I want you to see it. This is a small thing. Check it out. Then King David went in and sat before the Lord. 
He said, who am I? Oh, Lord God, what is my house that you have brought me this far? Did you hear that? Let me tell you something. David had a heart after God. Understand this. He wanted to please God. And when he heard the word of God, what was the first thing he did? He went into the house of God. Here we go. I want you to see it. Then King David went into and sat before the Lord and said, who am I, O Lord God? And what is my house that you have brought me this far? And yet this was a small thing in your sight. O Lord God, and you have done and spoken of your servant's house for a great while to come. Is this the manner of men, O Lord God? Let me tell you something, boy. If you don't get excited, boy, let me tell you something. Whatever opposition is coming at you, trust in God. God will prevail. Did you hear that, family? God will prevail. Let me tell you something, family. God can do it. So let's pray. Oh, precious Father, name your son, Jesus Christ. I just thank you for the day. Father, I just thank you for the word, Father. I pray for the people all around the world today, Father, that you be with them, Father, that you open doors for them that no man can shut, Father. I pray, Father, that they understand that whatever circumstance that they're going through is nothing but a small thing. God, it's a small thing for you to come in and rescue and deliver because by your stripes we are here, Father. I praise you and I adore you, Father. In Jesus' name, amen. Family, I got to get up on out of here, but I got to tell you, whatever's on your heart, whatever's on your mind is on God's heart now, and I love you. Keep on believing. Fight the good fight of faith. God can do it, family. I'm out of here. Bye-bye.